Welcome to SocialCast, your go-to place to learn about marketing, the latest social media news and insights. Brought to you by Social Bakers. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next podcast episode. Today, we're speaking to Mikhail Nemchok. Mikhail is the owner of the entire advertising area at Social Bakers. And this crisis has been a particularly tough time for paid advertisers. So we wanted to speak to Mikhail to see how he sees this area evolve in months, quarters ahead, how he's planning for the future, and what he thinks are the best tactics right now. Without further delay, let's get into the conversation. And we're here with uh, Michal. Michal, I'm really glad we have you on the podcast. I imagine it has been busy for you, like it has busy been busy for everyone in marketing now. Um, but obviously, we really want to pick your brain with what's going on with uh, paid uh, marketing right now. But if I may ask, how are you holding up and how's the pace been uh, for you? Hey, uh, thank you, Mantis. Um, glad to be here. Uh, so how has it been for me? Uh, it was a rocky ride. I think everyone can agree uh, you know, that the times have been changing relatively quickly and especially at the beginning. So um, I'm sure it was similar for you or many of the marketers listening to our conversation. Uh, at the beginning, when, when the, there was the highest level of uncertainty, um, it was very stressful. And, and we worked around the clock to kind of understand what's happening, where to go, what we should focus on, what's relevant, what's not relevant anymore, and so on. Uh, so it was a quite, quite a challenging time, but we, we got through it. And what I feel, not just uh, personally, but I, uh, I see the same thing happening uh, throughout the market mm-hmm. is that um, marketers have calmed down, companies have kind of calmed down, and they started adjusting to the new reality which is that coronavirus is here. Uh, we, uh, we are battling this pandemic. Right. And we need to make some changes to, to what we are doing to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, but, also, uh, but also, you know, not just work-related adjustments, but also in our lives. People, you know, my, I myself have gotten used to the fact that I'm working from home. I get used... Uh, to the fact that shopping has become more difficult, we can't really go outside as much, and we are taking extra precautions. It's um, you know, it's definitely something that you know at the beginning it was shocking, but now mm-hmm. you go on the streets and you don't see anyone without a mask. You you see life actually coming back to the to the to the normal in a way. You know, at least here in Prague, you start seeing cars on the streets, you start seeing people on the streets, and so on. So I feel like. The situation has kind of stabilized, and uh, and despite it still being there, you know, we, we are as a nation and as a as a as a as the world yeah. uh, getting back to normal. Yeah, and that's that's something uh, that nicely leads maybe into the the question that I had for you is that when you know we, when we look at spend data right now, and and we just released the the Q1 2020 uh, report. Uh, from Social Bakers, which we'll leave the link to in the description. But when we look at data there, we see also um, spend picking up. I think, in fact, from the the time kind of of uh, March when the pandemic was really, really making a big hit uh, on on all industries. Uh, from that point, it has risen by something like thirty two percent on Facebook. And what's your feeling here? Uh, why do you think this is happening? Is it really things are coming back to normal? And do you think this this trend in spend in spend is going to stick for a bit? 
Hey, so um, I may have used the wrong terminology. It's not coming back to normal as we know it. It's coming back to, as they say, the new normal, uh, which uh, which is normal during the state of COVID-19 pandemic. Right. So, uh, so yeah, certainly you can see that even in the graphs, what I mentioned earlier, that everybody was unsure what's happening, unsure about the, uh, the market, unsure about their business. And, um, you know, a lot of factors were you know, there to consider, and it was really hard to actually know you and all of them. Um, and everybody was just watching the news and trying to figure out w- what to do. And during that time, many companies decided to put brakes on and, and to slow down because mm-hmm. they didn't know what's the right way forward. And so this is, uh, to some degree, still the case, uh, I'm sure, for, for some companies. Uh, but most of the companies actually realized, okay, this is, you know, this is something we need to get through. But if we completely stop what we're doing entirely, um, this will probably not be the best way mm-hmm. forward. Because if you want business to continue, um, you kind of have to make the business continue and, and do things as you were uh, doing them before, maybe adjust to the new uh, reality. But you can't completely scrap all your programs. You can't, you know, um, you can't kind of change everything from the, from, from the ground up. Uh, you have to make adjustments that will fit the market, fit what's happening, but at the same time, not entirely stole your uh, your business. And we can see this in, in the graph where, like you said, mm-hmm. um, uh, at the beginning of March, early March, uh, there was a lot of panic and, and spending has really slowed down. Uh, I'm not sure what exactly is the reason for why, for example, certain companies didn't respond or didn't change. Maybe they you know, there were a lot of different strategies. And actually within our own company, we uh, we were thinking of a lot of different scenarios, like w- w- which way is the right way forward during this time. Um, we saw some, uh, some advertisers pulling out uh, entirely and, and simply not, not investing at all or, or kind of halting everything on their end. And we saw some that, uh, that continued as nothing, as nothing was happening. The same messages, the same, uh, the same everything. And some have simply changed their strategy and focused, uh, you know, uh, adjusted their communication to be COVID-19 related. And, and of course, many of them in between. And so when it comes, you know, when it comes to our case, uh, we actually, we continued, but, um, but I think this is a time, this was a great time for everyone uh, or all the companies around the world to actually, since things were uncertain, to kind of stop and look within, mm-hmm. you know, see what what is working, what isn't, and kind of do an audit of uh, um, of your processes, of your um, basically looking at gaps in your in your process. Because what we are trying to do, all of us, is maximize the return from our activities. And when times are good, you know, things are going well, and uh, you know small like things th- things that were overlooked or, or not considered important um you know uh could pass in the future or they, they just wind on the radar but now since everything you know or, or a few months ago as everything uh started becoming kind of confusing and uncertain a lot of companies uh looked within and kind of tried to understand where they can maximize their uh their efficiency because they knew uh, with the with, with the market trend that was um, that was happening, that companies were simply that they will simply have to 
probably reduce their spend, maybe actually, um, maybe even uh, let some people go and so on. They needed to make the most out of what they had available um, at those times. So, um, uh, so from talking actually to other companies, we are, you know, we are a, a software as a service startup. Um, talking to other uh, CMOs and and also attending uh, different discussion forums um, or like online uh, online discussion forums, um, what a lot of people did was was the same. They counted what 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 what, a, what they have, what's in their repertoire, um, looked where improvements could be made, where you know money is not even being invested wisely. Um, and and try to adjust uh, adjust the processes, improve them, and make everything more efficient. Right. Um, this this is what I saw a lot of companies doing, but there is also the other side. So there were companies that were doubling down on on investments, mm-hmm. and um, especially when it comes to startups, for example, companies that were able to get a, a round of fund funding just before uh, the coronavirus hit. You know these companies typically doubled down. They were they had the resources, and they were uh, they were actually looking to expand and capitalize on the fact that other companies are in a state of uh, uh, you know um, mm. of um, I would say uncertainty and 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 kind of pulling uh, pulling uh, back a little bit. And so all the companies behaved a little bit differently, but there were definitely some common trends that we could right. observe. And uh, okay, so you you spoke you touched a little bit about the kind of the investment going back to it and and uh maybe a little bit more carefully uh and if for those advertisers that are are now investing again what do you think that looks like in terms of the objective distribution is it really like we're going back to advertising how it was before coronavirus or or are we doing you think more kind of awareness uh advertising spend uh, reach campaigns or is it still like direct uh, um, mm-hmm. direct response advertising this is a good question Mantas. Uh, so actually um, what we've seen and and I'm sure um, most of our listeners noticed uh, the same trend is that as as companies had to move uh, you know kind of adjust to the new reality that there are no mm-hmm. physical events you can't really bring people to your store if your store is closed and so on. Uh, a lot of the shift happened to go online and not just in terms of events, but in terms of sales, in terms of um, basically whatever your company was able to do online, that's where the shift of focus uh, went during this time. And it's it's still the case, uh, despite some of the countries lifting restrictions or, um, or you know, just kind of opening up a little bit. Uh, still, a lot of what's 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 happening, a lot of the commerce, a lot of the sales, a lot of uh, uh, just a lot of business uh, has moved online. Uh, you know, one example of it is you know us using Zoom right now, and millions and millions of people actually joining Zoom. Uh, they were in the prime position to actually uh, to capitalize on this shift. Um, but even companies that weren't previously, such as uh, companies uh, doing events or uh, companies having uh, brick and mortar stores um, were shifting to online, and some of them actually did it very, very quickly. And so, despite, let's say, despite um, uh, despite the focus is changing, uh, a lot of things continue going just in a in a different state. So, for example, at the beginning, and 
we did this as a company as, uh, as well, was a lot of people were not feeling certain about what's happening in the market, what they should do, what others are doing, and so on. And so we as a company that's really strong in content creation and having a lot of data, uh, almost, I would say, unparalleled amount of data when it comes to social uh, media behaviors, um, you know, we shifted towards towards that because right now, even if even if customers um, aren't buying as much because they mm-hmm. they aren't feeling a hundred percent sure about what will happen, and they know that hard times could come and that they they, uh, they might need to uh, uh, to save money for for later, um, a lot of businesses, a lot of um, um, how can I say it? so. Even that being happening, people still are uh, spending online, and especially what we saw was shift in industries and like where the spend was coming mm-hmm. from. Because, yeah. for example, you know, you know, um, uh, e-commerce companies really blew up. A lot of uh, online businesses, online service providers, and so on, really saw a huge growth. And and um, even things like online uh, medical portals and all these. All these kinds of platforms that normally weren't really uh, weren't really being used to that extent. For example, one one example that I saw recently was actually very interesting. A company that I thought um, wasn't really uh, as needed before when I saw it in the past was a company making these UV light uh, cleaning cases for phones, and mm-hmm. they weren't doing well before. Let's uh, let's be honest. Uh, it's not something all of us think about. Like I should get some uh, UV cleaning case for my phone. It's not. The, it's not what you're thinking about when there's no problem, but all of a sudden, this company saw a huge growth. And and companies like this, this just being one small niche example, but companies that were uh, that kind of were positioned right during this time, uh, definitely definitely actually went for uh, uh, for more advertising and for more visibility, and just generally uh, actually were the ones benefiting. Whereas uh, certain industries, and we can see this in the data. I was actually looking recently on the data from uh, from uh, Google uh, and its advertising uh, behaviors. Uh, certain industries, you know, they really took a hit, and and the prices dropped. Everything dropped, but it's it dropped not be, not because mm-hmm. all of a sudden it became cheaper out of nowhere, but because the competition all of a sudden oh. got got lower. You know, we uh, the, the service industry, uh, such as restaurants and and similar businesses, they uh, you know they, they they really aren't seen online anymore because because they just don't have the, the means to actually conduct business at this time, right. which, is, which is very concerning. But uh, you know there there were pros and cons, and some companies came out of this um, on top, and those are definitely the ones that we see uh, increasing their investments online. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, shown in the the data as well. I think in the same report that I referred to uh, before is that uh, in terms of CPC, it's still uh, lower than what it was the uh, pre kind of coronavirus world. So there's still that uh, there's still that chance to get more ROI from your advertising if you are able, of course, to mm-hmm. if you're in an industry that isn't affected in, in, in that way. Then it, it is sort of maybe a time to to advertise, but uh, Maybe let's let's talk about planning briefly. Um, how do you actually plan right now? How are you forecasting? Uh, what uh, recommendations do you have? Someone who has to plan a budget right now. I can't imagine how difficult that is. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, so when it comes to this topic, uh, it's it's something you kind of have to reevaluate how you've been doing it in the past versus uh, going forward. So what we are doing is uh, uh, we are checking, first of all, we we did a complete whole um, or thorough analysis of how we've been doing in the past uh, uh, year, year and a half before uh, the corona pandemic uh, started. And we analyzed um, we analyzed where, for example, where we were not getting the return that we, we were hoping for and actually really went down uh, deep. So started first with, with different regions, uh, looked through different types of campaigns, different topics, different targeting, uh, but went down to, uh, to, to very, uh, very, very kind of precise, um, precise analysis. For example, what's Take uh, Google Ads as an example. It's one of the largest advertising, if, if not the largest advertising uh, platform in the world. And so, what what we will go there is go down to uh, to really keywords eventually, and just make sure like all of them are just the ones that are bringing what we want during this time, because we can't uh, we can't afford to be uh, you know uh, bidding on, for example, keywords that. Might work, might not. You know, they're somewhere in the middle. This is not, you know, the time when uh, when you should be bidding on those. If you, mm-hmm. for example, are advertising on Google, but the same goes uh, the same goes for your campaigns on Facebook or Instagram. You really need to um, you really need to take stock of where you are and what you are getting back for it. Um, and this actually helps you. Uh, this helps you understand. What you can expect uh, uh, going forward, but you need to also, this besides going and looking backwards in time and taking a stack of what you've done up until that point, that will only give you um, uh, some sort of understanding of uh, where you could expect to be if things go as, as they have been. Um, but going forward, you actually need to really stay on top of what's what's happening in the trends. Uh, so, for example. Uh, looking at um, uh, our trend support, it's a great resource for marketers. They can kind of understand what they can expect to get back for for their efforts, for their investments, mm-hmm. and so on. And so, uh, so what we are doing is we're looking at uh, we're looking at the the data uh, not just daily, but we're also doing a deeper analysis each week and trying to understand where where changes are happening. And actually, interestingly, it reflects. Uh, not maybe not so interestingly, but expectedly, they they reflect what's happening in the market. So one of the big uh, one of the big big things I think that helped bring these uh, spends up on on um, ad networks is the fact, uh, and it's especially seen in the U.S. So if you look at the uh, uh, the first graph in our report uh, mm-hmm. that you can download on our website, uh, the, the trends report for the first quarter of 2020. You will see the first ad graph shows that the U.S. Uh, dropping significantly earlier uh, a month and a half ago, but now actually coming back uh, with a vengeance. So it's it's the market where you see the biggest uh, biggest improvement, and uh, and it's likely due to uh, not just kind of getting used to the situation, but also due to uh, those large uh, uh, investments from the government to support businesses. Um, and kind of giving them a boost. Anyway, we see this in our data, and and what we are what we are doing is um, basically on on these weekly analysis, we we have a better idea of where uh, 
where to go and what to expect going forward, kind of understand how your price, for example, per conversion or your price per uh, a certain reach uh, is changing during this uh, time. And also what you need to consider is not just um, not just what you see directly uh, in the platform, especially if you are looking at conversion-focused campaigns or di uh, direct conversions, you need to also check how much uh, how it's working off platform. So for example, what you mentioned, and I wanted to get back to this, what you mentioned, um, what you mentioned earlier that we are seeing, for example, the, the CPCs go down and, and so on. This is likely caused by a huge uptick in, in, um, in uh, users actually being on the platforms. Right. We are seeing huge rises in, in users engaging with, with, with these platforms on a daily basis, which means there are more opportunities to show an ad to these people, uh, which means the stack has increased in terms of volume of slots that you have available to advertise. Mm -hmm. But the number of advertisers actually dropped. So naturally, you will see uh, uh, you will see the CPCs go down. But what you need to keep in mind is how how um, likely these people are actually to purchase your product mm -hmm. or or do the the activity that you want them to do because. The fact that there is more people online and the CPCs are lower doesn't mean your business will actually uh, will actually grow as what you would expect during normal times. So you have to you have to take into account and you have to analyze your data, looking at how much um, how much uh, uh, let's say there is potential for the buyer to actually uh, purchase your product or or do an activity that that uh, that you have set up as a goal for your campaign. Um, Right now, actually, um, so when it comes to the planning, to, to get back to that, you have to keep all these things in mind and you have to really be on top of your data during this time, especially uh, more than you ever did before to, to understand where you're headed um, and adjust according to that. So if you have a certain amount of uh, certain amount of customers you, you are uh, or purchases or volume of purchases that you are looking to, to earn back uh, when it comes to your social, uh, you have to take into account how that has changed, how the conversion rates have changed, and how, let's say, the average basket size per user uh, has changed to understand better how how to get there and how much money you will need to invest. Uh, it could be more than you have available because of the lower uh, conversion rates now for users to actually right. buy. What you will benefit from is the relationship you can build with your audience. So, um, and this is a critical point, I think, and I, I've seen it mentioned um, a few times, but I think right now is the time to actually build trust and build, uh, build relationships. And, and uh, you know, it sounds strange when you say a relationship between a brand and, and uh, the audience, but it is real. You know, you, uh, you, you have your audiences online and uh, everyone's battling for, for their views. And, and uh, if other companies have pulled out and you, you are still there, even though your sales might have dropped, uh, you will likely reap the benefits later on. Uh, so, yeah, there, there are a lot of effects happening here, but I think, uh, you know, your goals yeah. might change for this period and you should expect lower sales. But at the same time, you know, leaving entirely, as some, some companies might have done, is a very bad idea right now because everyone uh, else will come and, you know, uh, get your audience's attention, and despite them even not buying right now, they will buy later, and this thing will pass. So it would be awesome. Yeah, uh, you briefly mentioned uh, 
Google, um, uh, but what what about uh, other when you can kind of do a comparison? You know, Google, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Are there differences now, or kind of they're all working uh, same as as they did before? Well, th- this one in general uh, <laughs> is kind of funny because they are not none of them are working the, exactly the same as they did right. before, and we can see this in uh, in some of the. Uh, earning uh, reports that, that we recently saw, for example, from Facebook. Um, so those graphs that we mentioned, they really reflect in their earnings. And you know, even though, for example, Facebook grew from from last year uh, during the same period, uh, they actually didn't hit their target, which which was to be expected. Be expected. So despite lower CPCs and and everything else, CPMs that we are seeing, um, there are simply less uh, less advertisers. Uh, or less advertising budgets right now available. So, um, and the differences go further. So for example, um, interestingly, um, the, the platform I can, um, I, can, uh, I can tell you more, more about in more depth is this, especially LinkedIn, for example, compared to Facebook, where you are really seeing um, interesting trends. So especially in B2B uh, uh, advertising, uh, they're, these companies that are online based, like companies similar to us or companies providing uh, B2B services, uh, these companies have actually taken taken uh, um, to online marketing even more, or they have, they have gone that way even more. And we can see that on all platforms or uh, most of these platforms, for example, uh, Google, uh, LinkedIn, but also you see it on Bing, uh, they're actually for for industry like us. The uh, the uh, CPCs have actually uh, gone up because there are uh, there are more competitors trying to grab you know the, the piece of the pie that's uh, left and available because businesses don't large businesses um, usually will feel let's say the, the, the waves from from uh, this pandemic uh, a little bit later. Like it takes some time. It's not an immediate effect that mm-hmm. we see. Uh, and they also have uh, more more budgets and more um, more basically potential to actually purchase something during this period. So there is a fear, like fierce competition. So actually, for our industry, for example, we've uh, we've seen CPCs go up on uh, on Google, and also uh, also we are seeing uh, kind of a similar trend uh, on LinkedIn, despite LinkedIn actually dropping uh, dropping their in terms of their earnings as well. Uh, because there is lower competition in some areas, but some areas are actually experiencing fiercer uh, competition right now. But all of the platforms are suffering uh, similarly. And, uh, you know, despite there being more viewers on most of them, uh, when it comes to advertising, you sometimes actually may face uh, tough competition. Well, I think you already shared quite a bit of data that should instill confidence into advertisers who are maybe reluctant to spend right now mm-hmm. in, in certain industries. But what, what do you say maybe to those advertisers who are have completely pulled back spending and are a little bit waiting this through to see what happens? Is that the right approach or are they kind of, is it a taking time bomb? Um, so what do you think? What would you say? <laughs> well, I think <clears throat> one important thing that you kind of mentioned is that ability to stay top of mind that uh, eventually like, okay, maybe not all your advertising uh, needs to be a direct kind of response, direct sales marketing, but 
you got to position yourself for when this downturn ends and you kind of need your business to accelerate quickly mm-hmm. and, and be prepared to sell. Uh, tell me if I'm uh, misreading this maybe or or what well, are your you're, thoughts? You're correct. So actually, uh, it would be a huge loss and you will take a great hit if you actually uh, decide to completely abandon advertising because you you think it will help you save money or it will, uh, you know, or you think there are some other benefits to it. Those benefits might be immediate, but you will lose in the long run because uh, the world hasn't stopped. The world continues on. Uh, I actually personally don't know of any company or anyone from a company that that, that I know in my circles that will entirely stop. Uh, but some have reduced uh, heavily. And what's going to happen is that somebody else will come in and they will uh, take care of potential customers. Right now is the time when you are able to since you get those, uh, in many cases, you are able to get lower CPCs. So, um, so now is the time when you can uh, you can build uh, your audience. You can build uh, kind of a community around your brand, possibly for cheaper. You know, so uh, so now is the time to actually take advantage of it because this will not take forever and uh, to recover. And as you are seeing in many in many countries, uh, it's actually coming back up. It's uh, you know, in the U.S., it's actually at a higher level than it was in January right mm-hmm. now uh, in, in terms of uh, ad spend. So this is not something that, you know, that, that, that should cause you to stop because uh, the competition is fierce. You know that there are many companies offering similar, uh, similar products, similar services, uh, just similar offerings in general uh, as you. And if you won't captivate those customers or, or they won't even see you, uh, you are really kind of setting yourself up for uh, for a fall later. And you can't expect to be able to recover if uh, if you are no longer a player on the market. So these companies, I think, uh, I think are really missing the point. Uh, of course, it's it's good to take stock to, uh, to kind of make sure you are doing things properly, mm-hmm. you are on the right path and that you are investing wisely. But you should definitely not stop, uh, uh, not stop advertising because even though there was a reduction in customer spending, um, keep in mind that uh, there still is spending, and you will you will feel it uh, if you decided to actually uh, pull advertising or are thinking about it. Um, it's not a it's not a good approach. And what about those marketing departments where? You know, CMOs are facing pretty tough decisions, and uh, and well, maybe this is actually relevant really mm-hmm. for everyone. If we're going into a prolonged uh, economic downturn, uh, would you say paid advertising is an essential part of marketing or or non-essential during a recession? Mm-hmm. Uh, so here, it really depends on which market you're in. But from my experience, whichever market you're in. There are going to be people, uh, I mean, companies uh, that will be advertising. And um, actually, recently, I saw this interesting, uh, interesting take on uh, the brand HTC. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. you remember them, but most people will remember it as the the smartphone brand from 10 years ago. It was the number one brand. It was bigger than Samsung. It was bigger than Apple in terms of sales in the U.S. Um, and as you know, right now, when was the last time you heard about a phone or have, uh, have have seen uh, people using their phones. You don't. Yeah, it's been and, a while. And the reason, the reason actually is because HTC 
and their even their slogan was quietly brilliant and they took it seriously they weren't doing advertising they weren't they they thought that you know uh they will be able to get business just because they are making good products and because people like their products and know them and so on but this is not the case this is why this is why Samsung overtook because they invested heavily into advertising and HCC kind of fell asleep uh, behind the wheel in this case. And that's why we no longer hear about them. So even, uh, even if the situation is a little bit different, um, there will be someone who will take your spot if you're, if you're completely going to pull the plug or reduce to a point where, where you're basically non-visible. So, um, so I would really recommend, um, you know, thinking about about it in a different way. You're you're not saving money. You're losing customers in the future, and and that's I think the message to to, to brands that are thinking about this because there will always be one, uh, at least one company, but there will always be more that will be willing to invest and will be willing to get those customers and and uh, get in front of their um, in front of their. I don't know, field of vision with them, uh, their own brand and their own products. And these are the customers that uh, even if you had them in the past, uh, you know, if they're constantly being massaged by, by uh, advertising from, from your competitors. These customers will uh, be customers you will lose. Yeah. So I think there's only, there's only so far that a good product and a, and a, and a good vision and someone mm-hmm. can tell you, uh, take you. Sorry. Yeah, in the world, in fact, where maybe so many of our products are essentially really, really similar, what separates you is the marketing part of it. Yeah, 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 um, and and that's uh, that's key. So that's why you don't really see businesses today that uh, they are successful and are not uh, not advertising. You know, they could have uh, they could have uh, all sorts of different types of marketings. But advertising, especially online advertising, gives you the ability to be with uh, with uh, your audience throughout their journey online, and and that's something no no other medium can really offer. Yeah, I think uh, Michal, you already instilled quite a bit of confidence, I think, into anyone who's listening. Uh, but if there were any last point to to drive uh, home uh, before we we finish, uh, or just a footnote to make, uh, anything to add? Um, sure. So uh, despite the times, you know, being uh, uh, being still not 100% certain and we, we none of us can tell the future of what will happen, what we know from the past is that anytime uh, a similar situation happened, whether it was more severe or less severe, but nonetheless a uh, situation that impacted the, the, the world economics, and, and the world in general uh, is in, uh, in, in a major way. Uh, we know that there was always a time when, when things got shook up and, and, um, and basically, you know, uncertainty came in and, and a lot of people were scared, but a lot of businesses didn't, didn't know where to go and what to do. Uh, it always came back and it, and it will come back this time as well. And things are uh, going to be more or less the same as before. When I can't say, uh, but you know, kind of uh, putting uh, putting your marketing or, or uh, on hold on hold, or you know, trying now to uh, to save by doing that will actually uh, come back to you later, and you will feel the impact of it uh, down the line. So I would say it's really you know 
you really should focus on what you do best, adjust to the market. For example, you know, communicate with your audience differently, maybe uh, give them something of value throughout this time and, and build their trust, build a relationship with them, um, you know, maybe uh, engage with them on, on, on social, really, um, really use this time to the best of your ability. And when things come back to normal, uh, you know, you'll be reaping the benefits. So uh, that's what we've seen in the past. And I'm fairly certain this is what will happen this time as well. Thank you for a really thoughtful discussion, Michal. It was a pleasure to have you on, and uh, I hope things, uh, you know, ease on on your end of the the department as well. And and uh, yeah, we'll get to also return to our offices soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. I mean, I, I like where I live, uh, but I do miss the people. So uh, even you, I have we haven't seen each other in yeah. two months. So it will be really nice to see everyone. Hope we get back to normal. All right. Take care, Michal. Take care.